Hey there, this is Aunt Carla, and this is my new solo podcast, You Are the Spell. And while this is going to be slightly different from Witchy and Woo, the podcast that I co-host with Empress Shoshana, it will still be talking about witchy topics. Most importantly, this book, well, this podcast is going to be related to my new book, which is called You Are the Spell. Ta-da, you get it? So... From, I guess, each, my my goal for each podcast episode is to share a little bit about my personal journey, what I've learned in hopes that, you know, we can all share what we've learned together and maybe learn something from, from each other. So for this first episode, it's, which is called Own Your Power, it's taken from a chapter of my book, You Are the Spell. And at this moment, it is a new moon in Sagittarius. And the thing about that is it's November, which is National Novel Writing Month. Many people know it as NaNoWriMo. And what that all means is for this whole entire month, people around the world, tens of thousands of people are working in community to write their novel. And and that means come up with like 50,000 words towards your novel. And it's not about being perfect, but getting it done. And for me, although I'm not writing a novel, I am using NaNoWriMo as an opportunity to get my book done, to kind of have that structure, to get that community or that sense of this month, I'm really going to make something happen. So I've started this, I started writing this book over a year ago and, you know, life happens as it always does. So I use this November to kind of get started again. So today's episode or this episode will be an excerpt from the chapter called Own Your Power, which is also the name of one of my most popular masterclasses. During the epidemic, during the lockdown, Own Your Power was the first masterclass that I've ever, that I ever taught. And I probably have taught it about three, four times at this point. But many people say that it's their favorite masterclass. And the whole point about Own Your Power is that it talks about, well, that it teaches how to tap into your magical power, your spiritual power, your witchy power, whatever that is. And I think this this particular masterclass is a springboard for everything else that I teach. So whether or not you want to get into candle magic or crystals or love magic, you know, healing magic, before you can do anything, you really need to own your power. It is the foundation of everything. So I took some of my favorite parts of the chapter and the class, and I put it together in a little excerpt. So if you like what you're hearing, you definitely want to check out my book, You Are the Spell, as soon as it's ready. So here's the excerpt from You Are the Spell, first chapter, Own Your Power. If you are attracted to magic or witchcraft, it's usually because you believe on some level that there is more to the universe than what meets the eye. But sometimes when you're starting on this path, you may have doubts about your personal power. Now, when I was an aspiring witch, when I was just starting out, I remember wondering if magic really was a thing. Like, you know, is it really a thing? (laughs) I wondered if it was really possible to manipulate events using my will through witchcraft and spells. As a solitary practitioner, and you might be the same, 
I read tons of magical books and I'm often, or at least I had been seeking a trustworthy authority figure whose opinion I could anchor my faith in, someone who could convince me that all the studying that I was doing was not in vain. Can you relate to this at all? <laughs> I guess I wanted a scientific explanation to understand the mechanics of how magic works before I would attempt a spell of my own. Now, eventually I found witchy authors whose writings helped me to believe that magic existed. And I would read those books over and over until their confidence convinced me to perform spells of my own. Now, if your experience is anything like mine was, I hope that this book offers you confidence in the existence of magic. But as the title of this book is, You Are the Spell, I want to offer you confidence in the power that is already within you. Now, after 30 years of spellcrafting, I can honestly say that magic exists. Of course, my spells haven't always turned out the way I hoped, but I always learn something. <laughs> and to live authentically as a witch is to acknowledge that magic is all around you and to allow yourself to express the magic that is within you. So first things first, what is magic? Well, my personal definition is that magic is the art and science of harnessing the power of nature to create change. Now, if you have been wondering if magic is really a thing and perhaps you need to hear this from an experienced witch, I want you to know three things. One, magic exists. Two, magic has been around for tens of thousands of years and is older than all of us. And three, magic is everywhere. So when you believe and understand that magic exists, then the next step is believing and understanding that magic exists within you. What is power? Power is basically the ability to make things happen. And to be empowered is to believe in your ability to make things happen. And by the way, you don't always need magic to make things happen, but there are times when magic comes in handy. And this is often when a desired solution isn't easy or obvious. Those are the times when we activate our inner power, in addition to the power of nature, in order to create a desired outcome. To be a witch is to be empowered. And to be a witch is to refuse to be at the mercy of fate. This is because we have options. For example, if you need money to pay your rent, you don't have to sit in fear and worry. You can perform a spell to raise money. If you're feeling lonely, you can perform a spell to attract new friends. If you have a tarot card deck handy, or if you want to go online and look for one, I recommend that you pull out the magician card and meditate on it. If you don't have any tarot cards, you can find it in a Google search. The magician card is usually a person holding a wand up in the air with one hand and pointing to the ground with their other hand. The magician represents the unleashing of your creative power. The unleashing. 
<laughs> it represents our ability to create our own reality because because of that music that because of the magician within all of us we are able to turn our ideas into something tangible and this is not just some of us this is all of us intuition the most powerful skill which has is their intuition and everyone has intuition to some degree and it can be strengthened with practice when you're developing your intuition i always recommend learning some form of divination this could be tarot cards tea leaves pendulums etc when i was learning tarot Every day I would ask a question about something going on in my life and I'd pull three cards. And in my magical journal, also known as a book of shadows, I would write down the cards that I pulled and my personal interpretation of them based on the colors, symbols, or whatever intuitive hits came to mind. I would also write down the interpretation from a tarot guidebook in order to learn the official interpretation of the card. For me, my guidebook was tarot for dummies. Like it, it really doesn't have to be some fancy schmancy book, but it's a book outside of what comes with the tarot deck itself. You want a guidebook that gives you sort of the generic uh, interpretations of what the card means, that, they, that it teaches you what each of the suits mean, that kind of thing. And I chose Tarot for Dummies or Tarot for a Complete Idiot's Guide to Tarot, something like that, because I wanted, I wanted the book to talk to me like I was five. I really wanted to go to the bare bones because some of these books can be really, can be really hard and difficult. And I just wanted a, a guidebook that would make sense for me. So that's the, that's, is what I did. So every day, I would ask a question about something going on in my life and I'd pull three cards. And as I said, I would, I would write down the cards I pulled, my personal interpretation, like what did I think they meant? And I would also write down the official interpretation from the tarot guidebook. Now, if you do this after about 60 to 90 days, start going back to those old readings and consider the results that you received in real life. Because you're asking questions about what happened in your real life, you know what happened. You know if you asked, what was, was Johnny thinking about me when he did that thing? 60 days, 90 days, you're gonna figure it out like yes he was or no he was not. So as you review your older readings, you will start to learn the official interpretations of the cards. And you will also start making interpretations, personal interpretations, that your guidebook doesn't even mention. For example, when I was starting out, I kept getting the chariot card regarding a particular situation that I was asking about. While my tarot guidebook interpreted the chariot as success and victory through hard work, my personal experience taught me that the chariot card it meant taking on a lot of work for no reward whatsoever. In addition to keeping records of your spell work, a magical journal or a book of shadows is great for recording dreams and other magical thoughts. 
Sometimes random ideas will occur to you that won't make sense at first, but later on when you begin to flip through the pages, you'll realize that there was a message. And the more you develop your intuition, the more empowered you will feel. So I am a big believer of getting your own magical journal or, you know, or book of shadows, whatever you want to call it, just to keep a record of what is going on in your magical life, a place for your dreams, a place for your results, a place to talk about your, your magical scientific experiments. Cause I think, I, I think, I do think of, of witches as we, we are kind of like mad scientists to, to a certain degree. So if you do nothing else, if you get nothing else uh, from today's episode, I highly recommend that you get yourself a book of shadows and start recording um, your magical thoughts. The power equation. Becoming empowered as a witch is a process and it requires that you master a few areas. In my opinion, power equals desire plus belief plus knowledge, plus effort. That sounds like a lot, right? (laughs) But if you're feeling less than strong in any of these areas, your magic is less likely to be successful. But fortunately, witchcraft is a practice, which means that each of these areas can be improved in time. And the more that you work on them, the more that you will be able to claim your power. So I'm going to break down my power equation and give you tips on how to improve in these areas. Desire. Desire is embracing what you want. What is the outcome that you are focused on? And if I'm breaking down desire, that's setting your intention, which means deciding and declaring what you want. It also means developing clarity, which is being able to articulate your desire before you receive it and identify it when it arrives. And, it, and it's also focusing your attention. This means not changing your mind or being wishy-washy. Your desire must be focused like a laser. To live intentionally means understanding that everything that you think, say, or do affects the outcome of your spell. So be sure that your thoughts, words, and actions are in alignment with your desire. Belief. Belief is your faith that you can make something happen. Belief is the opposite of fear. And to have belief is to let go of fear. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of what others may think, fear of getting started, etc., etc. So believe that, as I said before, magic exists, magic is everywhere, and magic is older than you. Belief is also looking for positive signs of your manifestation. After performing a spell, instead of worrying about whether or not your magic is working, look for signs that it is. And I'll tell you a little secret. When you are manifesting something, Allow yourself to feel the joy of your desire coming to life even before you manifest it. Because when you can tap into that excitement, that adds even more energy to your desired outcome. Knowledge. Knowledge is to be educated in the proper tools and traditions 
and or having access to others with this education. Many spells incorporate specific herbs, moon cycles, or deities because they correspond with specific results. And when you know what they are, you can create your own spells. So to gain knowledge, one, you can study magical topics, read books, go down internet rabbit holes. Two, learn from teachers. There are many experienced witches out there who will teach, including myself. And three, cultivate magical friends who can share their tips and practices. While I have been practicing magic for, for most of my life, I have gone through various phases to learn about astrology and I am nowhere close to mastering it yet, but I still love learning about it. There are so many aspects of astrology to astrology from the phases of the moon to learning how to read your birth chart to learning how to incorporate in astrology into your spell work. I have read many books, I've taken courses, gone to conferences, as well as had my birth chart read by my friends, many friends, more than one, who are always teaching me new things. So do not be lazy when it comes to learning about magic. Don't just ask a question in a Facebook group or some other forum and be satisfied with somebody else's opinion. There is so much information out there. So be sure to read about topics from different sources. The more that you learn about a magical topic, the more you will be able to have your own opinion about it. If you're interested in a particular, a particular witchy tradition, study its history and the people who developed it. Learn about the culture that it comes from. This information will inform you on how to practice it, and you may even decide to work with an elder to initiate you. Now, many witches are solo practitioners, but there is nothing wrong with working with an elder or a coven. Some magical paths require initiation in order to learn proper protocols and even for protection. You can also join online witchy communities to learn from peers. In groups such as my Red Soulflower Magic family, magical practitioners from all spiritual paths are welcome, and we share a lot of information with each other. That's the free Facebook group that's available to everyone. Now, my other group, the Magical You membership group, is a membership coven in which we have rituals every month for the new and the full moon, and there's a, a true community and and group of kindred spirits um, that work together to co-create and manifest with each other. So depending on how deep you want to go with community, even if you are a solo practitioner, you can still connect with other solo practitioners and create some wonderful magic. So do your research to decide what will work best for you. Effort. Effort is making the correct actions on both the magical and mundane levels before and after the ritual is completed. And by mundane, I mean the regular activities in the real world. <laughs> For example, a magical action is performing a spell to get a new job. But a mundane action would be updating your resume or sending it out for jobs. Your new job might come from someone you knew in the past 
who didn't even need your resume. But by incorporating those real world mundane actions, you stacked the odds in your favor. So making an effort looks like making time for your magic on a regular basis, keeping your skills active and sharp. It's also mastering a divination method to heighten your intuition. It's also keeping a journal to record your rituals and results. And of course, it is performing rituals to master your craft. So to recap, desire plus belief plus knowledge plus effort equals power. Witchcraft is a practice. So by devoting time in in these areas, you will become a powerful witch. So listen to this episode again anytime that you need to own your power. I wish you all the best in your, on your magical journey. And remember always that you are magic. So if you'd like to learn more about owning your power and developing your intuition, please listen to my podcast episode on Tarot 101. In that episode, I teach the basics of learning tarot and how to develop your own personal interpretations for the cards.